Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. The following podcast contains adult themes, sexual content, and strong language. Basically, all the good stuff. Previously, on My Dad Wrote a Porno. Sorry about all the security, but we do get the occasional terrorist threat from time to time. What? As we're a pretty high-profile company. Pots and pans are... (laughs) Famously a target for Target terrorists. number one on the How ISIS How do we hit really list? get the heart of the country? <laughs> Don't let them boil things. <laughs> I'm Christina, and oh. here's my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Ta-da! Christina quickly pulled down her skirt and knickers and bent over to allow Belinda to rub <laughs> her tits over her ass cheek. <laughs> Oh, ho, Christina oh. said. <laughs> oh, is that meant to be a Dutch word? I think he means no. Oh, no, but he spelled... Oh, ho. He said ho. It is Amsterdam. Maybe it is oh, oh ho. Oh, oh ho. <laughs> Christina said, we better get dressed. <laughs> you ho. Hello and welcome back to My Dad Wrote a Porno. It's chapter three, episode three. James and Alice are here with me once again. Guys, how are you? Great. Very well. Excellent. Raring to go. As ever, I hope. We've just had our dinner, so we're feeling full. We're feeling fine. My sugar levels are high. Oh, excellent. Just before the podcast started, Alice was singing a little heart out. You should see Alice after a meal. It's something to behold. (laughs) It's a combination of the excitement of the food and the excitement of the chapter. Yeah. Not the excitement of the company. Nice to know. That has no effect on me whatsoever. (laughs) So we're finally in Amsterdam. We are finally into that office building. Yeah, that took a while, didn't it? It took a whole chapter, honestly. All those terrorist threats. (laughs) And we've met Dr. Robbins. Dr. Robbins. Dr. Robbins. Not quite sure what he's qualified in or if he's even qualified. (laughs) Doctor's been dropped, so maybe that was an (laughs) error, clerical or otherwise. And if I remember rightly, this chapter is literally based on your favourite item in your bedroom yeah it's no longer in my bedroom I have moved it have you burned subsequently it? since the last podcast yeah it's now at my mum and dad's house where I feel it belongs we're talking about the desk the desk yeah please clarify thanks <laughs> yeah and actually this whole chapter is called the Dutchman's leather desk so I feel it, it's going to play a prominent role thank god it's wiped clean I feel like Every book of Rockies has to have a boring admin chapter, and I'm really hoping we got over that quickly with chapter two. Me too, me too. If I remember rightly, we were just, like, literally she'd taken a blouse off, and then, in true Rocky style, he ended the chapter. We were on the cusp, oh, weren't yeah. we, of actual sex. That's so true. So let's plunge back in, so to speak. <laughs> Belinda Blinked, two, chapter three, The Dutchman's Leather Desk. <laughs> The sunlight was declining now, 
and Belinda still couldn't work out how Robbins had managed to manipulate her onto his red leather desk, where she now sat cross-legged. Cross-legged? Oh, she's like, oh, I better cover up, better hide the Like assembly? Yeah, that's proper school time. Oh, let's not think about that, but yeah. Cross-legged isn't sexy though, is it? No. Oh, unless cross-legged. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think she's literally cross-legged like you sat on the floor. No, I think she is. I think she sat on the top of the desk, cross-legged. Like at church. <laughs> a church? Really? You haven't been to church, So Alice. pious, Alice. <laughs> yeah, I actually haven't, and that's become abundantly clear. <laughs> she's there every Sunday, putting money in the collection pot. Sat, sat on the floor, crossing <laughs> her legs. <laughs> Everyone else in the pews. <laughs> Belinda still couldn't work out how Robbins had managed to manipulate her onto the red leather desk, where she now sat cross-legged. Oh, what, like he might have mind powers? <laughs> the you will sit on the desk. Well, I don't feel like she was sat there when we left her, so she just suddenly jumped onto the desk. He's like a fully grown Matilda. He can move things with his eyes. A in a jar. They're on the desk. Maybe he'll be the trunchbull. Oh, God. Oh, wait, that makes sense, because Helga's in the chokey. Oh, oh my god, the <laughs> Oh my god, she's like the female Bruce Bogtrotter. This is brilliant. This might be a plagiarism issue. <laughs> she had to admit that she hadn't lost any more of her clothing. But then all she was wearing was her nearly fully open blouse, a bra, a thong and a skirt. So this is her internal monologue providing exposition for us. But also that's all her clothes. That's like me going, all I had on was a t-shirt, jeans, boxers and socks. Sorry to talk about what I'm wearing. True. So Belinda's wearing pretty much all her clothes. She had willingly discarded the rest of her clothing in Robin's office, even before they had discussed the contract. (laughs) What's the point then? (laughs) But also, what other items of clothing? Hang on. She's wearing... Jacket and high heels, if I remember. Oh, her jacket and high heels. Okay. Now the good doctor was sitting opposite her. (laughs) The good doctor. The good doctor. Nothing good about him. Good doctor Robin's. Now, the good doctor was sitting opposite her, with his head on one side, appraising her body. Everyone appraises everything in these books. Business. It's business. Why is he, like, looking on the side? Maybe he's seen something unusual. I wouldn't put it past Belinda's body. <laughs> There'll be something that requires a closer look. She thinks he's doing, like, a double take, like, oh. <laughs> well, everyone seems to about her breasts. Now, the good doctor was sitting opposite her, with his head on one side, appraising her body. Belinda, you look very hot. <laughs> Clammy. I was going to say hot or sexy. Or sweaty. Would you like me to remove your blouse? Have we got a new voice for Dr. Robbins? Oh, have we? Would you like me to remove? You sound like the Grand High Witch in The Witches. <laughs> Witches, remove your blouse. Roald Dahl so week? much airtime. Well, he did write in a, a shed like Rocky does. Did he have his own pavilion? Yeah. Oh, my God. But did he call it the pavilion, though? I bet he didn't. No, I think he just called it the shed like a normal person. No offence, Rocky. <laughs> I'm a big Roald Dahl fan. Aren't we all? And there was an elevator, like the glass elevator in Charlie and the, oh, the Jay, great glass stop elevator. leave it, please. Clutching at straws now. No, I'm saying Roald, Rocky, no? Books for children. No, wait, hang on, that's where the similarity is. <laughs> George's Marvellous Medicine. Great book. Belinda's Lady Juice, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to share this series with Rocky and see, see what he says. Belinda. You look very hot. Would you like to remove your blouse? I certainly don't mind in the least. You'll feel more relaxed, I'm sure. Oh, she won't feel more relaxed. She was uncomfortable before. No, she will feel more relaxed. Yeah, Most no, women I... wouldn't, but she would. Because she had a wedgie, probably. Mm. That thong's never straight. She's always like, oh, jeez. 
like picking out a bum. I don't like his style of flirtation. Who, Dr. Robbins? Yeah, I feel like he adopts the manner of a doctor, but he's saying vaguely sexual things. Mm. You'll feel more relaxed, I'm sure. Belinda smiled again. And with the hint of a very small tease. <laughs> <laughs> teeny tiny tease. Just a mini little tease. She undid the last button holding her cream blouse in place. Oh, that was the one that needed loosening, wasn't it? Yeah, that was a little soldier. And like if she does that, all that's going to happen is the blouse is going to slightly open a bit more. No, it's going to fall open because her boobs are trying to push free. They're always trying to push free. Nothing can contain them. (laughs) They're like rabid dogs behind a rickety gate. (laughs) She could be in Britney's red catsuit and they'd still be breaking free. They're huge. Huge. Britney's red catsuit. Jamie used to have a poster of Britney on his door at university. In the red catsuit? Oh, no. no. I remember in just a little pair of pants with the whole torso out. Dressed very much like Belinda with one button on the blouse. Just That's so true. It was a full-size one. It was full body. It was life-size poster. It wasn't life-size. That was the most of a naked woman James had ever seen. <laughs> he was always peering at it, <laughs> intrigued. I always wonder where... Rocky's pulling his influences from. Maybe because he used to visit you at uni, right? Maybe he saw the Britney poster. He saw that one blouse button. He's like, I'm taking that. Yeah. yeah I never saw yeah, you as a Britney guy. What did you think I was? Christina. No one was a Christina <laughs> no one's guy. Christina. I don't think the life option <laughs> should ever be Britney or Christina. There's always <laughs> other options. Christina is the Helga of the pop. <laughs> <laughs> Fair though. In her assless chaps days of um, dirty fame. Yeah, true. Very. I mean, I wouldn't say beautiful, but she was. She had a certain mystique. Are you defending Christina Aguilera? Is that? I just feel like she's right getting now? a bit ragged on. Okay. Hey, she's not Anastasia. She's not that. Oh bad. wow. Oh come the on. The blue tint specs. Don't oh. even. <laughs> she's left outside alone. If even then, it was late noughties. Why was she dressed like it was eighty <laughs> six? <laughs> 1786. <laughs> Belinda, you look very hot. Would you like me to remove your blouse? I certainly don't mind in the least. You'll feel more relaxed, I'm sure. Not how people talk. Belinda. <laughs> yeah, the dialogue's exceptionally stilted. I thought Belinda was saying something in the middle. Of I that. did too. Was that all him? That was all him. Yeah. Very confusing. Belinda smiled again, and with the hint of a very small tease, <laughs> she undid the last button holding her cream blouse in place. She then slowly removed it from her arms and back and tossed it towards... <laughs> a large the, back. A broad, broad back. And then all hell broke loose. <laughs> it's like Quasimodo. How much back has she got? <laughs> Don't we know that she's got a huge back? Do we know that? Is that something that I've made up? I think, I think you've made that Very up. Very broad back. She can't... She's not here to defend herself, so... Uh, she... I always think she wears a big bra, but that's mainly because it's such a big back size. It's like the cups are an A, but the back's like a 52. <laughs> Jesus. She then slowly removed it from her arms and back and tossed it towards... <laughs> she took it off. And tossed it towards the small pile of clothing now accumulating with her high heels behind her. Drink? Or, yeah, I know. Always accumulating. Yeah, some, I yeah. think because it's neat, I think it deserves a drink. To Rocky. <sighs> Robins let out a long sigh. Uh. Belinda's breasts, even though they were still modestly concealed by her brassiere, were, to say the least, magnificent. Indeed, he had to admit to himself, they were probably the best he'd ever seen in real life. Wow. (laughs) What a 
superb. All he normally goes to nineteenth-century portraiture for his turn-ons. <laughs> Doctor Robin. Oh no, you don't think he looks at like medical manuals? Do you? What and gets his rocks off? Oh. Yeah, gets his robins off on diagram four. <laughs> <laughs> Robin's little Robin. Oh. <laughs> Rocky Robin. <laughs> Rocky Robin. <laughs> Robin's let out a long sigh. Belinda's breasts, even though they were still modestly concealed by her brassiere, were, to say the least, magnificent. Indeed, he had to admit to himself they were probably the best breasts he'd ever seen in real life. Of course, he understood she couldn't compete with the many large busted girls on the web. (laughs) On the web. On the net. Bigbustyboobs.com. Magnificentmelons.tv. Oh, are these what you used to put into the computer to pretend you were looking? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, don't look at my search history. Genitinitinis.org. Forward slash. .org. Isn't that like for charities? .edu? It probably was a .edu for James. And Dr. Robbins. Oh, so he's been surfing the web for big bazoombas. Of course, he understood she couldn't compete with the many large busted girls on the web. But that was irrelevant in the here and now. (laughs) But I think she can compete with the big busty ladies on the web. Yeah. Sounds like she could make a lot of money if she decided to go into that field. But that was irrelevant in the here and now. How he envied his managing director, Peter Rouse. Peter's totally kissed and told, hasn't he? He's been... He's just gone to the locker room and just been like, oh, lads, you'll never guess. He's as big as gossip as Giselle and Bella. Sounds like he's kept the breast to himself, though, because Robbins is literally bowled over. He he wasn't prepared for those magnificent breasts. That's true. So maybe he's been discreet about that. Also, why is he jealous of Peter? He's about to get his end away with her himself. Well, is he? Oh. Intriguing. By this time, the five o'clock sun and the two very strong Genevers were getting to Belinda. I forgot about the Genevers. The yeah. sun outside was getting to the Belinda. Well, she's in that kind of hot spot, isn't she? <laughs> she's like the <laughs> cat outside. in the window. <laughs> she was starting to sweat out the gin. Oh, albeit God. gently. <laughs> albeit gently. Boozy, boozy sweat as well. That's so oh, gross. It stink. Oh, horrid. Ugh. You know when somebody, like, the day after yeah. a big night out, they're mm. just, like, reek, don't mm. they? That's what she's like. Old booze hound. Booze hound? I've literally <laughs> never heard that phrase before. <laughs> she was starting to sweat out the gin, albeit gently. She decided to up the pace and asked Dr. Robbins, Would you really mind if I remove my skirt? It's rather tight in this cross-legged position, and I would like to stretch my legs and feel the smooth leather of your desk on my skin. Why does she keep asking permission? Like, yeah. She knows what it's... This isn't like the first time it's happened to her. She knows where these situations go. As soon as the blouse is off, you can probably just take everything off. Yeah. She's a very well-brought-up lady. No, she's not. She's Belinda. For permission. You think Belinda's a well-brought-up lady? <laughs> she was dragged up at best. <laughs> dragged up by a bra strap, she was. Her father was brilliant in the world of wine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he knew how to entertain a client. <laughs> we, do we know anything about Belinda's mum? No. Betty Blumenthal. Because Bobby Blumenthal was the dad, right? <laughs> what was the dad's name? We never found out, but I think we said Bobby. God, if Belinda's like Belinda is, imagine what her mum was like. I bet she didn't really know who her dad was. I bet she claims that guy was a dad. She's got to have daddy issues. Yeah. When she gets married, it'll be like the plot of Mamma Mia. She'll get like five guys coming <laughs> in. Like, Which one's my dad? I think she's like five husbands or so. <laughs> yeah, that's married. Come on, yeah. Belinda's never going to get married. She's so unsure, she doesn't even know which one her mum is. I mean, I know that's not really possible, but... <laughs> It's rather tight in this cross-legged position, and I would like to stretch my legs and feel the smooth leather of your desk on my skin. Yes, do what you need to, Belinda. 
Your comfort in this office is my ultimate concern. Oh, yeah, because we spent a chapter with him telling her that. Just get naked. Oh, all right. Well, I'm just bored of it. <laughs> Sorry, but you must agree. <laughs> you must agree. Sorry, it's not like Dr. Robbins. <laughs> Gentlemen, you must agree. It is the way to be. <laughs> We're literally beating around the bush right now. Let's get to the bush. Your comfort in this office is my ultimate concern. Robin's high-pitched laugh once again escaped from his effeminate mouth. <laughs> it's such a horrible laugh, isn't it? He sounds evil. He sounds like an evil villain character. I think he sounds like a petulant little child. Like, yeah. what is he, boobies? Like a little Lord Fauntleroy or something. <laughs> Robin's high-pitched laugh once again escaped from his effeminate mouth. Oh, he, he's horrible. Effeminate mouth? Has he got lipstick on? Has he got like... <laughs> <laughs> really, like... Beautiful, like, bee-stung lips. Yeah. Like Liv Tyler. Do you think he's had collagen in his lips? Oh, why has <laughs> oh, he got God. such fleshy, full mouth? Belinda got onto her knees, wriggled her ass, and removed the garment in one smooth motion. Everything's always in one motion. Yeah, what true. garment? The skirt. Oh, right, sure. My, that was graceful, exclaimed the doctor as Belinda calmly tossed the skirt over her back. <laughs> over her large back. <laughs> My, that was graceful, exclaimed the doctor as Belinda calmly tossed the skirt over her back. Dressed only in her, perhaps, real working clothes, as she would sometimes unfairly put it to Giselle back in London, Belinda recrossed her legs and waited for Robbins to make the next move. I dread to think what Robbins' next move is going to be. No one's even fingered her breasts or had a poke around in between. Nothing's happened. Belinda recrossed her legs and waited for Robbins to make the next move. It didn't take long, and it wasn't what Belinda had ever experienced before in any of her sexual adventures. Oh, he's going to, like, suck her toes or something like that. Oh, man. I dread to think what Rocky's cooked up. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is a paid advertisement from BetterHelp Online Therapy. Now, we don't always realise just how much our negative thoughts and experiences stick with us and weigh us down. You might find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings, that frustrating thing your mum does, or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get all of this off your chest. And I'm sorry about what I said last week, James. Um, Whether (laughs) it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger. Talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. And that's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it. So your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mydad today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash mydad. 
Belinda shut her eyes and relaxed in the sunshine. No, keep your eyes open, Belinda, because then you have to give a witness statement later. Keep your wits about you. She felt strangely uplifted. She had a feeling things were at last going her way. Robbins was obviously strange, but so far he had been utterly harmless, if not charming. He's not been charming. (laughs) (laughs) No one bit of it has been charming. Yeah, he's been stilted and awkward at best. So far he'd been utterly harmless, if not charming, and it certainly wasn't his fault he was odd. It's very understanding. Whose fault is it? Indeed, most of her best friends in London were unusual people, and it didn't really matter as they were all good fun and would help you out if you ever had a problem. (laughs) (laughs) That's very very nice assessment, isn't it? (laughs) So she's really of the, like, the misfits brigade, in that sense. Totally nuts. She's never mentioned any friends. (laughs) No. So what was it? They're nice and they'll always help you out. Nice but dim. No, nice but they'd help you out, yeah. <laughs> no, t- and weird. Totally weird. Indeed, most of her best friends in London were unusual people. And it didn't really matter as they were all good fun and would help you out if you ever had a problem. Well, that's a good trait to have, isn't it? Even if you should be in the circus. <laughs> <laughs> Even if your best friend is the bearded lady. <laughs> Besides, Belinda didn't do boring. In any part of her life. Um, I would beg to differ. (laughs) She has put me to sleep in the past. Dull as frickin' dishwater. (laughs) Her small talk is so boring. It is. Her whole chat's boring. Her chat is awful. Well, there is no chat, let's be honest. Can you imagine going on a date with her? Should be a cheap date. That's That's true. One drink and you take her home. (laughs) She'd she'd just do it right there and then. She wouldn't even need to go home. (laughs) She'd just douche with that gin and tonic. Oh, Oh, come on. But yeah. It came as a bit of a shock when Belinda reopened her eyes to see Dr. Robbins with a a pair of long-handled surgical scissors in his hands. Surgical scissors, and that's the end of the chapter. No, no, no. Oh, my God. Scissors? Surgical scissors. Oh, no, Jamie, no, 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 no. It's all gone a bit Lars von Trier, hasn't it? Oh, Mm. I just remembered the reference you mean. Oh, oh, oh. If you need me, I'll be in my happy place. <laughs> God, where the hell's that, Nando's? Anywhere far from here. It came as a bit of a shock when Belinda reopened her eyes. A bit of a shock. Understatement of the year. I would literally scream and pelt it out yeah, of there. run, Belinda. This is how horrors start. I don't think he's about to make a snowflake, do you know what I mean? Oh. I think something bad's going to happen. Look, girls holding hands in a row out of some printer paper. No. It came as a bit of a shock when Belinda reopened her eyes to see Dr. Robbins with a pair of long-handled surgical scissors in his hands. Oh, my God. She stifled her gasp, but couldn't control her breasts from heaving up and down as she breathed more rapidly. Uh, I think he's going to cut her bra off. Or her hair? A la Giselle. But what did Giselle have? Well, her hair just fell out because she'd had so much sex. Great sex. Maybe great sex with Dr. Robbins means chunks just chopped out. He he doesn't leave it to chance. (laughs) Maybe he wants everyone to think that he's a good shag, but he actually just chops it. (laughs) Just in the morning. (laughs) Oh, but she doesn't have the disease, to be fair. No, she doesn't. The genital disease. The genital disease. Don't worry, my dear. This will not hurt you one little bit. Oh, that's not what you want to hear when someone's approaching you with scissors. Hit him over the head with a lamp and run. As he pointed them towards her breasts. Still hidden beneath her brassiere. Yeah, he's going to cut the bra off. With one swift movement, the doctor cut through the loop of fabric attaching the two cups of her cream lace bra together. (laughs) That is exactly how that should be read. (laughs) Released from the confining effects of her bra, 
Belinda's tits fell forwards. <laughs> In a judder. <laughs> fell forwards? Slapped onto the table. <laughs> it's like they're driving test and they slam <laughs> the hand on the dashboard. But um Airbags oh, deployed. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I'm just imagining like when you slap down plates, like dinner's ready, boom, like, on the desk. Her nipples immediately started to harden mm. as they felt the warmth of the sunlight. Not a thing. Yeah. It's not plaster of Paris. Why is it setting in the sun? (laughs) The doctor then turned his attention to her black lace thong. Again, with two precise cuts, one on each side of her long thighs, and the thong thong fell uselessly onto the red leather desk, revealing her flushed vagina for Robins to see. (gasps) Flushed? (laughs) That was meant to be a flushing noise. I don't think I like it. I think flush is in like... Blush. Blushing, yeah. Yeah. Red. Rouged. Flamed. Plumped. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Um, I'd be like, you've just ruined my bra and knickers. Like, what am I supposed to wear home now? It's never really bothered her before, has it? I was going to say, she normally isn't bothered with bra or thong. I bet he's got like a drawer full of other women he's slept with. (laughs) Well, that's just libelous. You don't know that's true. Don't worry, you can use one. Like, like James, he'll get struck off. They're spreading lies. It'd be like one of those, you know, when people had spare PE kit for PE. Ah, the sweat box. Yeah, we used to call it. Someone else's shorts or something. Never got washed, ever. Guys, he's a respected member of the medical community. I'm not sure you should be saying this about him. You've changed your tune. He's got a doctorate in cutting people's bras off. (laughs) It's very niche, but it's still a doctorate. (laughs) The doctor then turned his attention to her black lace thong. Again, with two precise cuts, one on either side of her long thighs, and the thong fell uselessly onto the red leather desk revealing her flushed vagina oh, for Robins to see. Oh, such a gross description. It's a new one, though. I haven't heard flushed, flushed vagina before. Not only in Rocky's fiction, just generally. Like, You'd never hear it anywhere else. That's because yeah. the blood's rushed to it, which is the bit that makes me feel the most <laughs> sick. Oh, my God, is it just red raw? Well, no, it's just, like, plump and red and, like... Glowing. Pulsing. Pulsing. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Robbing, yeah. Like a fat kid's face after he's run around the playground. Oh, oh. Huffing and puffing. <laughs> it, it is huffing and puffing. And he'll blow the house down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I actually do feel unwell. Alice, you okay? She's put her head on the table. <laughs> uh, okay. But Robbins had no time to view his work as he quickly put the scissors away in his desk drawer and immediately took out a similar-styled pair of surgical tweezers. Oh, for goodness sake. God, he's going to pluck a raw, like a goose. (laughs) Like a turkey at Christmas. Just when we thought we'd got over it. What's he going to pluck? Belinda was in shock. She'd quickly gotten over the scissors. But tweezers. (laughs) (laughs) Again. She need not have worried, Phew. as the good doctor pinched her flapping lace bra and roughly pulled it off her back. It's back of hers. With tweezers? He threw it to the floor and concentrated on Belinda's now quite useless thong. With the same sure actions, it was soon disposed of, albeit with a consensual movement from Belinda's now quite naked ass. A consensual movement. Go for it. <laughs> so basically, he doesn't even want to touch. Yeah, yeah, because they're so anything. disgusting. He sounds a bit OCD. Yeah, but now I wonder what he's going to use to caress her. Is is he going to use an instrument for everything? Well, you don't know where she's been. I mean, we do, well, we and we do. wouldn't touch her. Yeah. <laughs> the setting sun continued to beat down on a bare Belinda as she sat cross-legged on the antique leather desk, completely naked. Belinda wondered how this scenario would end. 
does she really wonder? <laughs> Nothing has ever been more sure in my mind than this. I know exactly how this is going to end. I don't think I do, though, because he is an unusual character. Yeah. He's odd. He's a very odd man. You didn't see the scissors coming. You didn't see the tweezers coming. And she won't see the penis coming. I don't find her very intuitive. She's not a learner, is she? She doesn't no, learn from past she experiences. really doesn't. She's like a goldfish. <laughs> <laughs> She's Dory. <laughs> oh, this is new. <laughs> Belinda wondered how the scenario would end. At no point during her time with the purchasing director had he touched her physically. So he's the doctor of purchasing directing. <laughs> not, not a, a thing. thing. <laughs> At no point during her time with the purchasing director had he touched her physically. You're right, he is OCD. He's yeah. got like we- a weird foible. Except for a token handshake when they'd first met. Time would tell, Belinda thought. Time would tell. Time would tell what? Don't tell me that's the end of the chapter. It's not. Oh, tell me it's the end of the chapter. <laughs> it is. <laughs> for the next five minutes, Belinda sat still whilst Dr. Robbins observed her. Is he going to draw her like one of his French girls? <laughs> it's a life drawing class. He had started to move from one foot to the other as if he was in some sort of trance. Is he doing a two-step? <laughs> <laughs> Swaying. And his rhythm was quietly picking up. What? what? He is a Fruit Loop. So hang on, he's stripped her naked, he's chopped off her underwear. And now he's doing a two-step. And now he's like shifted from one <laughs> leg to the other. While staring at her for five minutes. He's jiving in front of her. He started to hum softly to himself. <laughs> oh my God. And it all seemed to Belinda that he was at peace with the world. <laughs> what? <laughs> he's hypnotised himself. What is going on? He's batshit. <laughs> he is batshit. I think his medication's worn off. Call Helga. Helga's in the chokey. There's no getting Helga. <laughs> oh, hang on, guys. All that was rudely interrupted as the door to his personal assistant's room suddenly opened. <laughs> oh, Helga! Helga to the rescue! <laughs> <laughs> da, da, da. In walked Helga. Oh, I bet she did. With another stack of paper in her hands. Oh, Helga. Once again, she set them down and nodded at Dr. Robbins. Is she going to help? I was going to say... Going to acknowledge the fact that there's a naked girl on the table? No? Okay, fine. <laughs> or that your boss is like in some weird trance <laughs> humming to himself with his eyes shut. Dr. Robbins! I feel like Helga checked out a long time ago. She's calling it in these days. Oh, hang on. I've got quite a lot of dialogue here in Dutch. Oh, fine. In Dutch! In Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> I am looking forward to this. I'm going to prepare myself. Is guys. Rocky fluent? <laughs> it appears so. Do you want me to get Google Translate out? Oh, yeah, go on. But let's have a bash first. Okay. Dit zin distills pots and pans. <laughs> I wonder what she's saying. I'm getting a bit of it. Contracten <laughs> voor het ondertekken, Dr. Robin. <laughs> Ow. I put my phone away. I don't think we need yeah, Google I think Translate. <laughs> Did Jehin the steel's pots and pans contracting for had undertaken Dr. Robbins? That is not even Dutch. That is like he's put E N on the on English words and that made it sound Dutch. Contracting for had undertaken. Maybe it is Dutch, but we won't be trying to find out. Oh, Rocky. Brilliant. I love that he's decided that dialogue in another language is totally achievable. <laughs> Robbins immediately stopped swaying and humming and said, Dank oo, Helga. 
Now come and meet Miss Blumenthal properly. <laughs> Multilingual there. In one sentence. Dank ooh Helga. <laughs> Dank ooh Helga. And ooh is just spelled ooh. It's just like a U. It's like, Danku, Helga. Now come and meet Miss Blumenthal properly. Oh, God. Helga calmly looked the naked Belinda up and down and smiled, removed her spectacles and kissed Belinda hard on the mouth. What? what? No, Helga the crone's not getting involved, <laughs> is she? Belinda's like, ooh, get off. I mean, everyone's invited to join in, bar you, Helga. Rosa Klebs getting involved. <laughs> Who's I don't Rosa even Clare? know the reference. I don't know who Rosa is. No. She was like in one of the early Bond movies. She's this really hideous, like wizened old spy. <laughs> <laughs> Check on Instagram for a photo. Oh, we've given Helga a really rough time, haven't no, we? No, I know. Helga calmly looked the naked Belinda up and down and smiled, removed her spectacles and kissed Belinda hard on the mouth. Belinda was stunned. For the third time that afternoon. <laughs> she is stunned left, right and centre. And made a gargled reply as her mouth was now full of Helga's tongue. Oh. And Helga's black teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Belinda was stunned for the third time that afternoon and made a gargled reply as her mouth was now full of Helga's tongue. Helga wasn't put off. Perhaps because Robbins was looking on very intently and stretched her right hand out to gently feel Belinda's right breast. Right for right. <laughs> also, how's her mouth full of Helga's tongue? Has she got a big fat cow yeah. tongue? I was thinking that. <laughs> She's gacking on it. Also, Helga's very sure of herself, isn't she? Isn't She's just she throwing herself in. straight in. Yeah. She wasn't technically invited. I don't even remember her being invited out of a little hovel. <laughs> Belinda immediately moaned and saw Robbins out of the corner of her eye start to move from one foot to the other again. What is he on is with? He's on actually on deal? something, surely. Well, it is Amsterdam. Oh, It's all yeah. legal over there, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. He's had a little doobie. Belinda suddenly understood what was going on. What? Do you understand? Robbins was a voyeur. Uh, well, we even knew that. He needed a show, and that was exactly what she and Helga were going to give him. And guys, that is the end of the chapter. Oh, it is? Oh. Yeah. I mean, this feels like a bit of a cut price Giselle. Helga. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Why have burger when you've got steak at home? Do you know, Do you know what, what I mean? mean? A cheap Giselle. I'd rather a Donna, frankly. Oh, oh, where is Donna when you need her? Yeah, get Donna back. I can't believe um, Helga's going to put on a show. She's on her last legs, it sounds like. Oh, God, wait till you know what the next chapter's called. Oh, my God, go on. Chapter four, Helga turns it on. <laughs> <laughs> unplug it, unplug it. Finally. So, unfortunately, this is only going to be a three-episode series of My Dad Wrote a Porn. Um, Dr. Robbins is crackers. Oh, yeah, mad mental. as a box of frogs. Yeah. Which I kind of like that. I like it, but I'm also petrified that he's just going to gun down everyone. But yet again, Rocky has made an indelible character. Dr. Robbins. It is amazing. You've got to hand it to him. How does he create these like incredible characters that, that, that like stay with us for so long? Please, guys. The good doctor. <laughs> Precisely. The good Dr. Robbins. <laughs> like, like the good shit lollipop, whatever it's called. <laughs> Um, yeah, he's he's adding to the, the cast of characters, isn't he? Do we think he's been struck off, like, years ago? He's meant to be a purchasing director. <laughs> yeah, but maybe that's why. Maybe he was a doctor. Obviously, they realised he was 
out of his tree insane. And retrained. Retrained. Do you think you keep your doctor title if you're struck off? Well, I think you can if you're batshit crazy. You can just tell everyone you are still a doctor. You can do what you like if you're meant to. <laughs> Robbins is out with a massive scissors again. Let him call himself a doctor. I'm an astronaut. <laughs> On a penny farthing. It's like, okay, Robbins. <laughs> So there we go. That's chapter three, everybody. We're getting through it, aren't we? Yeah, we are, aren't we? How, how are we feeling about book two? I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm liking it. It is different. Though. I quite like the pace. Like, it's quite slow, but I'm, I still really want to know what's going to happen. Yeah. Which he has this incredible ability to do, Rocky. Because book one, obviously nothing happened famously. And mm. yeah, page turner. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I couldn't put it down. <laughs> couldn't put it down. So far, a celibate's manual book two. <laughs> So, yeah, join us next week for Helga turning it on. <laughs> in the meantime, though, get your Belinda fix on all of our socials. We're on Instagram at mydadwroteah. You can get us on Twitter at dadwroteaporno. And do you know what Rocky would love? If you wrote us a review. Oh, yeah. He loves yeah. those. So if you go on iTunes, you can write us a little review. Give us some insight about which parts of the book you love, yeah. which characters. And also, remember, you can buy Belinda Yeah, that's what I was going to say. From Amazon. And no reputable bookstore. <laughs> and uh, leave a review on Amazon as well for that. Yeah, people can read along once again. Yeah. They're building up a little library of uh, Rocky books now. It's quite the canon. And you can hide them on your iPhone so no one knows you own them. It's brilliant. <laughs> and you could say it was spam, couldn't you? You could just say it was, some, like you know, like when they put the U2 album on new iPhones. <laughs> yeah. Just say, it's something weird Apple are doing, I don't know. <laughs> just add it to your phone. Um, Jamie, I've just got one thing to say. What's that? Danku. Thank <laughs> you, guys. Thank you, Thank you. See you soon. See you soon, then. <laughs> Brought to you by Lexus. Some things do more than their stated functions because exceptional things inspire you to do exceptional things. To this select list, we add the all-new Lexus GX. With its exceptional capability, you'll see possibilities you never knew existed, sending you far outside your comfort zone. But as much as the GX challenges you, it also spoils you. Its intuitive technology and luxurious features mean that wherever you go, you'll never go without. Live up to it. The all-new Lexus GX. 